0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: The Confidence Show, a podcast for female entrepreneurs with big dreams who want to create deep-rooted self-confidence and run their business on their own terms. I'm your host, confidence coach Rebecca Hawkes, And I believe you have what it takes to create the success you dream of. Hi guys, welcome back to The Confidence Show. This is the first episode that I'm recording for my brand new office and I'm pretty excited about it. A few weeks ago, my mum and I decorated my brother's old bedroom. We've turned that into an office for me because, as we now know, I'm going to be at home for lot longer than originally planned Um, before the whole coronavirus thing kicked off. I was planning to be at home for a little while anyway because my relationship ended and that meant that I'm not moving abroad right now. So I'm going to be at home for a while anyway so we decided to turn my brother's old room into an office and now here I am with my office with a lovely view out the window Um, I've got my desk, I've got my laptop, I've got everything all set up and it is so nice to have like a space dedicated to me working because I feel like it's helped me be able to switch off rather than, because normally I used to just take my laptop wherever, so I'd work in the front room, I'd work at the island in the kitchen, but then I feel like it's, it is, it is hard. You can't, you can't switch off like you can where now I have a dedicated room just for work. I feel like when I come in here, I'm like, right, I'm on. This is all I'm doing in this room is working. I do sometimes do my mindset work in here as well. Um, but then the rest of the time, the rest of the house is for me to not work. Which, again, as we've got this whole um, self-isolation, the, the coronavirus, we're locked down. Um, I'm in Essex. So I'm like 20 minutes from London. Um, we're locked down in the UK now. As we're not going to be able to go out, or we haven't been able to go out for the past few weeks, um, it's important to me that I have separate rooms for, um, so that I can kind of relax and like compartmentalise everything. I think, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, today, I've, like I don't, I don't want to talk a lot about coronavirus because I am sick to death of hearing about it. To be honest, I find in it. I'm trying to avoid it as much as I can because I don't think it's healthy to be listening to that all the time from a mental perspective. If all I do is listen to the news, listen to everything that's going on, I can't function very well. causes me great anxiety. As we know, I'm an anxiety sufferer anyway, um, but it, it causes a lot of anxiety. It causes a lot of stress, fear, overwhelm. Although I'm working really hard to stay positive and to be grateful like I'm practicing gratitude so much right now because I am I do find myself like in a good position the fact that I've already got my online business um I'm already working from home I'm living with my mum mum, so I'm not on my own I've got the dog here um I'm, I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to stay as positive as possible if I constantly listen to the news then it just affects me so I'm trying to avoid the news I'm trying to avoid talking about it as much as possible but the next couple of episodes that I've got planned are have come about because of the situation. So although I'm not directly talking about it, um, they, the, the situation has inspired these episodes because I do feel like what I can talk about from my own perspective is going to be really helpful for some of you. So today, that being said, I really want to talk about anxiety. And I don't know whether you can hear it in my voice right now, but I am... I'm having quite an anxious day. Like, normally I feel like I'm a lot more alive, I feel like I'm a lot more chatty, I'm a lot more high vibe. Um, And today I am struggling. And part of me was like, oh, you really shouldn't be recording this while you're having a struggle day. Like, wait until you feel amazing or spend the next hour just getting into a high vibe and then start recording. But it's really important for me to always be authentic and always be myself. And I don't just want to show people me when I'm at my best. I want people to kind of understand that it's it's realistic to have lots of different emotions, to have lots of different feelings, to be feeling lots of different ways all the time. And it's unrealistic to constantly be a positive, happy, looking at all the the best case scenarios all the time. I don't know if I really explained that very well. Again that that's kind of, I suppose a side effect for me of my anxiety, I find it a lot more difficult to explain myself and to to explain what I mean because my brain is just like this foggy haze of anxiety and overwhelm, but um, yeah it's really really important to me that I share this these times with you and that's why I wanted to continue recording today's episode. Because, yeah, as I said, that's, that's really important. And I actually shared an Instagram post yesterday. So I'm recording this, I think it's like the 1st of April or something. As I said, I batch record, um, I batch schedule out. So this is a few weeks before it's actually going to be live on the podcast. Um, but I shared a post yesterday saying that I've had to take a step back, I'm feeling really anxious, but also understanding that in those anxious moments that doesn't mean that I can't support anyone else, it doesn't mean that I'm less than, it doesn't mean I shouldn't be sharing my advice or my tips or ways that I'm coping with things and it doesn't mean that because you have these periods where you are anxious or where you're not confident or where you are stuck in fear, it doesn't make you any less than, it doesn't mean that you're not a leader and you can't be a leader and this is a big thing that I've had to get my head around as I step into what I believe to be a leader like I have this very strong calling at the moment to to lead more and to really own that and to step into my power a bit more and what a big struggle that I've had is that well yeah but you've still got anxiety so you can't lead anyone or you're still doubting yourself so you can't lead anyone like you can't do this because of the struggles that you have and I believe that all leaders have struggles and I believe that that um, having struggles makes you a stronger leader because it gives you more space to grow it gives you more space to learn um, and it helps you understand other people in a better way if you were perfect all the time if you're always positive if you're always happy if you were confident 24 7 you wouldn't be able to give to the people that really need it because you wouldn't be able to understand on their level what they're going through whereas I feel like for me I do understand the anxiety (laughs) like I'm living it all the time so when I talk about anxiety and I talk about how I manage it and I talk about how I deal with things on a daily basis I'm not coming from a place of well I'm telling you what you should be able to do because I mean that's obvious like it's easy I know that it's not easy I know how difficult it is and I know it's a massive struggle and before I carry on waffling I'm just gonna let's let's go into the episode because This is is, a lot of what I've just said was not obviously planned, but you know, when you feel like you've got something to say, you just gotta say it, haven't you? So today, I'm talking about how I'm managing my anxiety at this point in time, and it has been. Yesterday, I said to my mum, I was like, "This is the worst that it has been for months." Like. I don't even, a lot of what I'm experiencing at the moment isn't necessarily fear around the coronavirus. I'm struggling being indoors because I get really anxious when I'm indoors on my own all the time. And normally when that happens, because I do have this habit of staying in for a couple of days at a time and then I'm like really anxious, normally what I then do is just go out. So I'll go out and I'll work from a cafe or I'll go to the shops or I'll go and see my grandparents or I'll do those things. And obviously that's tricky at the moment because we're not allowed out. So that side of things I'm finding hard, I, I'm, not, I'm not spending a lot of time worrying about the situation um, because I'm choosing not to worry, I'm finding it stressful in the fact that my mum works for the NHS so she's still going to work, I've got friends that are in the NHS and I know how much they're struggling My granddad's not been well for a couple of weeks now. I'm really struggling with that because we obviously can't see him. Those things I'm struggling about, but the actual um, overall fear that's going on, I'm not really subscribing to that because I'm choosing not to. And I know that some of you might find that difficult to hear. Um, I do appreciate that that's not everyone's point of view, but that's just where I'm coming from right now. And I believe that we're all allowed to have our own feelings and thoughts around it. Um, But a lot of my anxiety at the moment has actually been breakup related, which is a bit of a pain in the ass to be honest. Because it has been, um, it's actually been about six months now since my relationship ended. I don't like talking about it a lot because I feel like there's still so much that I'm trying to process. And it's a real struggle to kind of talk about um right now even though it has been a long a long time like a, in my mind uh, it's just been this like roller coaster this cycle of like feeling really good and being on top of the world and everything's great and you know what I'm thriving and then there's been this like punch in the face that's come from nowhere where I just feel this like overwhelming sense of um oh my god I'm getting upset or <laughs> I just feel this like overwhelming sense of like sadness and upset and um grief for the relationship for not just the relationship with him but like his family like I just feel like I've lost so much and I've lost like this big vision of how my life was going to look and it's really tricky to come to terms with that and I think the fear and the panic and the, um, the worldwide anxiety is bringing all those feelings of grief to the surface because for a good six weeks I was doing so well with it in the respect that I wasn't thinking about it every day I wasn't crying I wasn't getting upset I wasn't letting it consume me but now with everything that's going on in the world it's almost like okay well lots of people are are having these emotional reactions so it's okay for you to be grieving about the relationship again and it's bringing all these this this shit to the surface that I just can't I'm just really struggling to deal with and that is causing major anxiety. So, in the episode, what I really want to share with you is the things that I'm doing to manage it. And the things that I'm trying to do to manage it. And sometimes it's working, sometimes it's working really, really well. And I can pull myself out of it. Other times, I'm just a fucking mess. <laughs> to be completely honest, like I don't want to bullshit you and be like, yeah, every time I do these things, I feel amazing. That's not the case, like there are days where I am doing nothing at all because I'm physically, emotionally, mentally drained and I just can't, like I just literally cannot do anything. So I want to share what is helping, what I am trying to do in the hope that for those of you that do experience the same, um, you can find some comfort in A, knowing that you're not alone knowing that other people are feeling like this as well, because for me, I always feel so alone with this. Um, I always feel so, um, yeah, so so alone and that nobody understands what I'm going through. And I find that in itself hard because I can't explain it. Um, So hopefully in me explaining how I'm feeling and what I'm doing it's gonna help you. And then secondly, hopefully this will give you some inspiration or ideas for things that you can try yourself. Um, so that you can ease your own anxiety and it is a lot of trial and error like I've been managing anxiety since my teens and I'm now 29 so it's been a good 15 years that I've been easing it and managing it and I've done lots of different things and as I said before like recently it's been the best that it's ever been um, to the point where I'm not having the daily symptoms I'm not having the constant worrying. I'm not having that physical, like, physical reaction and the physical symptoms. I can get, to, I'll have days where I'm like, oh, I feel a bit anxious, but then I can just carry on, um, and it has been amazing, but then recently, it, like, phew, it's just stopping me in my tracks, um, massively so. So it is that, yeah, it, it's just one of those things. You have to trial and error it. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not, um, and that's okay like we're not judging this we can't um we can't sit there and be annoyed at ourselves like previously a couple of years back when my anxiety was was really bad but then I'd also started to manage it really really well I'd have I'd have like streaks where for a few weeks I would be killing it and I'd be like you know what I'm not even anxious this is amazing and then all of a sudden I'd wake up one morning and it would be this overwhelming anxiety and um I would beat myself up I'd be like well it's your fault like why have you done this again like you were doing so well like what have you done to ruin it what like what have you eaten what have you drunk um oh you should have done this you should have done that and I'll just be really nasty to myself and just blame myself and that doesn't help us at all like that's not going to get us anywhere so no judgment here if you're feeling anxious if you've got anxiety that's okay it's okay to not be okay um, so I want I want to talk to you a bit a little bit about the physical symptoms that anxiety gives me so how it affects me and the physical symptoms because I know a lot of you will be able to relate this even as I'm talking like <laughs> so good that I'm not filming this even as I'm talking, like my shoulders are so freaking tense and I feel myself like my body is like my my back's kind of curved over, my shoulders are uh, like crunching in a bit, they're really tense and i almost feel like i want to roll up into a ball and hide like i even as i'm talking through this episode in my brain my brain is like you shouldn't be recording this this sounds shit like people aren't going to want to listen to you waffle about anxiety like what are you doing people are going to judge it and all this crap that goes on in my mind um but like physically i'm like i just want to curl up and hibernate <laughs> um some of the, f- the some of the fifth some of the physical symptoms um i experience regularly when my anxiety gets worse things like heart palpitations like i have this like constant fluttering in my chest um of like palpitations it's like my heart's racing and i just it, it's like this overwhelming fear and this need to escape um and the yeah the fluttering in the chest it also feels as if it's like an elephant, as if like an elephant is literally sitting on my chest, and I can't move, like even taking a breath is hard, like it's, it's, it's not hard as in I can't do it, but it's just like effort to do so, So like breathe, is just like, it's like something's pressing on my chest, and breathing is just like a lot of effort, Um, I feel like I can't think straight, and I don't know If you're listening to this episode, you might notice it, but I feel like I jump around and my brain jumps around a lot and my mind doesn't always follow and I have to really think about what I'm saying. I can't just talk. I have to get it straight in my brain before I'm able to say it out loud. So I do pause a lot and I don't know if I'm going to edit the pauses out because I normally do that. I normally do it so that it flows quite nicely. But there's a lot that... it's like my 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 work my, my mouth wants to speak, but my brain hasn't worked out what I'm going to say yet. So I have to take some time to really think about it, and that makes me feel like a twat sometimes. Like it makes me feel like such an idiot because I'm like, why can you just not speak? Like, what's wrong with you? Um, which again adds to, adds to that anxiety. Um, I feel physically exhausted. Um, like if you've been working out a lot or if you've done a lot of physical exercise and your body is just like knackered I feel physically physically knackered my brain can't focus as I said I have that sense of fear and I feel like I have a real brain fog like for me it's like over the front of my head over my eyes and it's like this big thick cloudy haze where I just can't it's just like a fog. And then emotionally, I can get really angry. Like, for no reason whatsoever, I can just feel so angry that all I want to do is throw shit. I want to throw things, I want to punch things, I want to scream. I just, it just comes from nowhere. And I find that anger is probably the worst for me because all all I want to do is hit out or, as I said, like, throw things, break things, Um, I find it really hard to not snap at, like, the dog or at my mum. It will just just come from nowhere and I can't do anything about it. And in my mind, I'm like, you need to not be so angry, like, you're being really horrible, but I I literally can't do anything about it. Lots of mood swings. Um, I just get this, like, overwhelming sense of sadness and grief. And as soon as I've cried... Like when it gets so bad that tears flow, it is almost like this physical release. So the tears come out, and as the tears come out, the anxiety lifts. Um, But yeah, it's really they're they're kind of like the main the main symptoms I get, and then things like worrying a lot. So I find it really difficult to respond to messages and to answer the phone to people. They're just for whatever reason they cause me major anxiety. I think it's the anxiety that causes the that, like, struggle to respond to people. But when I know that I've got messages to reply to, I find it really, really difficult. And when I know that I've got people to phone, I find it really difficult. There's, like, three or four people that I will speak to, that I will instantly respond to, and that I will answer the phone to. Um, well, it's probably less now, because one of them used to be <laughs> Um But for the most part, I ignore a lot of people. And that's not... Maybe I'm rude, but I just... That it just creates this physical anxious reaction in me when I know that I've got to respond to people. Um, when I'm having a bad day, when I'm when I'm feeling really good and I'm high vibe, it's a lot easier. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of kind of how anxiety manifests for me. So I want to move on. I would also actually be really interested to hear about how anxiety affects you. So feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram and just let me know because I do find it interesting to hear how other people, um, how anxiety manifests in other people. Okay. So things that I am doing on a daily basis right now to really help manage this anxiety. Now my work schedule, I think the last episode that I shared with you was how I plan my week (laughs) to avoid overwhelm. And I'm still planning that way. Like I'm still making sure that I follow that, um, that routine of planning, um, and that process that I shared. But I am mixing things up a bit. I've only scheduled, I think it's five hours a day, I've scheduled work stuff. I'm giving myself a two hour um, break in the middle of the day, so between 12 and 2. Sometimes that lasts longer, sometimes a bit less. If I'm having a really good day, then I might not um, have the break in the middle of the day. But at the moment, I've kind of scaled down as much as possible work-wise. So I've got my social media clients, I'm planning for a launch in Um, end of May that's still going ahead because that's about creating your dream business and your dream life and which is all about simplifying everything and having it so that you have more time freedom and so that you can go and do the things that you want to do so I'm still planning for that at the moment and then everything down to the like like my marketing I've simplified that to the point where it is so basic that it's just going to take me a couple of hours a week um, I say a couple of hours a week, it's probably a couple of hours a month really, um, I've simplified that, um, I've dropped my Instagram schedule so it's just going to be three times a week, or four times a week I think actually, three or four posts a week so that I can really focus on myself because this situation is going to be ongoing for the next few months and I don't want to keep piling my plate on with stuff that I have to do because that adds to the anxiety. So I am reducing my work schedule, I've already said that, I'm doing that, scheduling bi- in bigger breaks, and then meditation is my best friend right now, and it's always, it used to be something that I would mainly do, just as an excuse to have a nap, <laughs> because I'd be like oh, I'll just put a meditation on and pretend I'm meditating when really I'm just going to go and have a nap, because there was, a, there was that kind of shame around napping for me, it was like I should be ashamed of the fact that I'm napping in the middle of the day when all these successful business people are just, like, hustling and, like, powering through and doing all these amazing things. Um, So there was some shame there. I've dropped that shame now because I love a nap, and I'm always going to love a nap, and that's who I am. That's part of of who I am, so no more shame around naps. So meditation-wise, I am doing... I try and do one in the morning sometimes, depending how I'm feeling, but I will do one in the middle of the day, and I do um, meditations by Marie Holden. I'll try and remember to leave the link for her meditations in there. So I'll do the meditations by Marie Holden in the afternoon. And that's normally about 20 minutes. So I do that. And she has a mixture of ones that I've been doing. I've been doing one for um, expansion and self-trust. And then she's done a physical healing one, which is good when I'm feeling really anxious. And then in the evening before I go to bed, every night without fail, I have been doing a energy cleanse meditation. Again, it's by Marie Holden. But I had a coaching call with Dara Paddy the other week and she said that what will really help, because I do I pick up a lot on other people's energies. So with all the fear and panic that's going on, if I see that from someone else or if I've been speaking to clients or friends about it, I absorb a lot of that energy. So by the end of the day, I can feel really exhausted and drained even if i haven't firsthand been worrying about the situation but i've been dealing with other people who have i absorb a lot of that energy so before i go to bed every night i do this um, energy cleanse and it's a violet flame meditation again marie holden i think it's 12 minutes and i put it on and for the most part i'm asleep before it ends um i've been getting into a really good routine with going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time That is really helping with my anxiety actually, um, having that routine. But I do this energy cleanse and it just means that you get rid of other people's energy. So you really go to bed with just your own energy and then when you wake up it's just your energy. So you're not taking other people's energy into the next day with you, um, which is a lot. (laughs) It's a lot to carry. So I do that.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: And then if at other times I'm struggling, I'll do another meditation. So I will just be like, you know what, I'm just going to go and shut off for a little while. And last night I actually did a yoga and meditation session because my yoga and Pilates teacher has moved everything online, which I've been asking her to do for a few years. Um, And as the current situation has meant that she can't teach classes in person, her and her team are now all online, which is amazing um, because I've never been to a yoga class. Since, Since going to her classes, I've never been to a yoga class since that i've enjoyed as much as hers so it's so nice to be able to do um to do her classes online and last night when i was having my really bad anxiety day i did 2 hours with um adriana who works for the company absolute i think it's absolute yoga and pilates but i'll leave a link in the show notes if you're interested in yoga and pilates classes online and um, they're doing i think live sessions every every day apart from Sunday and then they have a whole hub of online trainings Um, and they're incredible absolutely incredible as I said I've been going to her classes I think since 2014 or 2015 Um, so we did a yoga and meditation class last night I did yoga and Pilates pump for an hour and then yoga meditation which (laughs) me and my mum did that together and Jasper the dog joined in so although we were supposed to be meditating to start with we were just laughing constantly because he was um, he was joining in with the breathing and the making noises and the licking our faces and uh, it was it was really really funny so that was an extra class that i did um, as well so so far meditation yoga pilates um, napping i am napping a lot and i'm not ashamed of it because for me sometimes if i'm really anxious i really just need to go and lie down I just need to go and lie down and close my eyes. Sometimes I'll sleep, sometimes I won't. What I tend to do is put on either a meditation or a podcast episode and just lay there for a little while and just listen to that. And if I nap, I nap. If I don't, I don't. My naps tend to be a lot shorter now. They tend to be anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes, whereas before I'd nap for like two hours during the day, which I still sometimes do on a Saturday and Sunday because I love it. Um... But yeah, my, my naps during the day tend to be 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and then I'll just get up and I'll feel so much better for it. So I think it's important to do these things. Even if you think, oh, well, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, if your body is telling you that you need to nap, bloody nap. Sod what anyone else thinks. Maybe people do have a ton more energy and maybe they don't have anxiety and they don't feel the need to nap every day. That's fine. But you need to do what you need to do for yourself. Um, I've also been doing mindfulness activities like puzzles. Now, I can't tell you how much of a difference doing a puzzle makes to my anxiety. It is the only activity that I have found that allows me to completely turn my brain off. And it's one of those things where I start doing it, I look at the clock, and it's been an hour, and I've got no idea. It's just, it is, it is incredible. And this is what I did yesterday, um, I had my client call in the morning, did a bit of work, and it got to like 11, and I was struggling. That's when my anxiety hit me, and I was struggling so bad. So I just went and did a puzzle, or did some of a puzzle, and it really, really helped. Um, So definitely do something like that. I'm also trying to do some form of exercise. So as I said before, I did yoga and Pilates yesterday. I'm trying to do an online class, or we, we go for a walk in the evenings with the dog now so anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour we take the dog out because we've got we're we're so so lucky to have a field at the end of our road that not many people know about because it's attached to a school and you have to go around the back way and whatever not many people know about it so the most people that I've seen over there at any one time is like three and it's huge so it took me 10 minutes to run a lap so that's kind of how how big it is I mean it's not like a giant almost but to take me 10 minutes to run a lap so yeah it's probably like 20 minute a 20 minute walk if you go all the way around and then to and from my house that so probably takes like 25 to 30 minutes so depending on the weather we'll probably do two laps in the evening and that is really helping the anxiety to just go out and just get the fresh air um fresh air that we're allowed to um at the moment um and then I'll try and do as I said yoga pilates I've done some HIIT classes um I did It was like a Zumba class on YouTube, I didn't particularly enjoy it, but anything that I can do to move my body in some way, because I know that exercise helps my anxiety. I'm journaling, now I will be honest, journaling is the exercise that probably helps the most when I just free journal, so I just write whatever's in my head. It probably helps the most, but it's what I have the most resistance against doing, and I think that's probably some kind of subconscious um, subconscious thought because I'm like, oh, if I write stuff out, I'm going to have to address it. Whereas if I keep it locked in my brain, <laughs> I don't have to think about it. I don't have to deal with it. Um, but obviously that, that adds to the anxiety. So journaling is probably the most effective exercise, but also the one that I have most resistance to. So I try and do that as much as possible. And I'll just try and write like a gratitude list um, or... I actually, some of you might think this is a bit strange, but I have um, the universe saved in my phone as a contact. So I, I really need to get back into the habit of doing this. But I was in a really good habit of every night texting the universe three things that I'm grateful for. And it just made me feel like I was um, just just practicing gratitude on a regular basis. And I think it is really, really important thing to do. Um, but I really liked that act of not needing to get the journal out, just having my phone and just being able to send that to quick text of like three things I'm grateful for. So that's another cool slash weird thing that you can do. Um, I'm watching Netflix. I've just finished the Self Made series. It was only four episodes, which I'm kind of sad about. I'd like it to have been longer because I really, really enjoyed it. With Octavia Spencer, um, Self Made is the first African-American millionaire in the United States. Oh, yeah, it would be African-American, sorry. Oh, dear. The first self-made millionaire um, African-American woman in the States. And I think this was the 1900s, early 1900s. And it's incredible, such an incredible story. And I felt so inspired while watching it because of all the obstacles that she had to overcome. And she just kept going. So, incredible woman about Madam C.J. Walker. So, go and, yeah, go go and watch that. I'd recommend that. And then part of me is like, I can kind of class this a little bit as work because it's it's my inspiration time. Um, But yeah, watching a lot of Netflix. And I've also signed up to Hey You, which is like the American reality TV stuff. I love Vanderpump Rules. I am pretty addicted to it. So I'm watching that. And Very Cavallari. I've just finished watching series three of that. I think it's because the women on there inspire me so much. Like, especially Kristen Cavallari. For those of you that don't know, she used to be on The Hills. I never watched The Hills. But she's now got her own reality TV show. And she is a businesswoman. She's got a jewellery line, um, jewellery store in... Oh, my God, I should know this. Why can I not think of this? I don't think it's Tennessee. But I think... I mean, it might be Tennessee. No. Oh, damn it. I can't remember. I want to say Tennessee. But I really think that that might be wrong um so yeah anyways she's got a jewelry store somewhere she's just opened a second store in Chicago and I find watching her really inspiring because she's just this passionate woman she's incredible um she has a wonderful marriage and family and um yeah love watching her and also the real housewives of Beverly Hills because Lisa Vanderpump is one of my I don't know if I'd say idols but I really like her as a businesswoman I really enjoy enjoy that kind of stuff. Like it, it inspires me to see other powerful women who have made something of themselves. So yeah, watching a lot of that, and then finally, I'm just I'm trying to be really mindful of the food that I'm eating. I've tried to up my um, fruit and veg intake, so five to six portions a day. I'm having like smoothies, um, drinking lot. I'm actually drinking a lot of tea. Because I find it really calming. I find sitting there with a cup of herbal tea is just—I don't like normal tea, but I like herbal tea. I just find it so calming, and I feel like it's a real treat for myself. It's that like self-care thing. And trying to drink enough water, and yeah, just trying to trying to eat healthily, but also having a good balance. Like I made chocolate brownies yesterday because I needed something to do for my anxiety. I was like, I need to do an activity that doesn't involve watching something, working, listening to anything. So I made chocolate brownies. Um, So I'm still eating like cakes and sweets and stuff. Um, But I'm trying to be mindful of not having too much sugar. And likewise with wine, we've stocked up on wine. um, I'm trying not to drink too much because I know that that will increase the anxiety. I am having a cup of coffee a day. That is something that I would love to stop doing because I know that the caffeine makes my anxiety worse but I also if I don't have the coffee I can't get out of bed maybe that's a mindset shift that I need to have but coffee's the only thing waking me up in the mornings and if I don't have it I'm not getting up and I really want to get up and try and do something with my day so they're the kind of Physical things that I am um, doing like the physical activities I also have things like my motion sickness bands and wristbands that go on your pressure point point um, to prevent motion sickness it's the same pressure point for anxiety so I wear those if it's really bad I've got rescue remedy um, those kind of things really really help me and then from a mental perspective the way that I'm talking to myself Things like reminding myself that it's gonna pass and this is so hard. Like it is exhausting having to tell yourself this over and over again, but just saying to myself like you know that this is gonna be okay, you know that um, you know that you'll be alright, you know it's just a phase, it's gonna it's not gonna be here forever. Um, you know that you just need to breathe just reminding myself of those things and that it's not it's not my forever like I go through bouts of anxiety I have periods where my anxiety is not bad at all in any way where I'm not anxious and I know that I can get back to that point again at some stage um not being judgmental so I try my hardest not to judge myself not to criticize myself not to be angry um if I am anxious because it's just not helpful is it like being, being judgmental and, and having a go at yourself because you're feeling anxious, like that, that, that's not helpful to anyone. So I try not to do that. Um, putting myself first, I've had to drop all my shoulds. I've had to really put myself first. Um, even things like responding to messages from people, getting in touch with friends and family. Um, I really have to make sure that I'm first and not worry about the fact that I haven't answered the phone because if I don't do that the anxiety is so much worse if I if I subscribe to those shoulds of oh but you should be calling this person or you should be responding to this message or you should be making sure that you're checking in with everyone before they check in with you if I subscribe to those it just it exacerbates the anxiety and my goal is to reduce it as much as possible. And I'm not going to feel guilty about that and you shouldn't feel guilty about that either. Um, I'm steering clear of social media as much as possible. I am avoiding it at all costs, which again means I'm missing messages, means I'm missing comments, means I'm not responding to people as much as I could be. But I just can't go on it because every time you open it up, it's something about, coronavirus and panicking and why you shouldn't be panicking and why people are wrong for selling and why you should keep selling and all this noise and that noise is exhausting and that noise means that I lose my own voice and it means I lose my own um guidance and my own intuition and I I want to focus on me right now and I would really encourage you all to do the same um allowing myself to feel the emotions this is so tricky because when you are anxious you don't want to feel it you want to you want to get over it as quick as possible you don't want to feel sad like this and with the breakup shit and with the grief around that i don't want to sit there and be crying i don't want to be sat there thinking about everything that's gone on and and being sad and stressing myself out about um different things i don't want to be feeling that i don't i, I don't want to but it's really important to help you move forward that you do feel those emotions and you let them out. Because when you let them out and when you experience them and when you go through them, you can come out of the other side. It's like it's like that, that release. You release them from you so they don't stay trapped in your body. And when they stay trapped in your body, this is what makes the anxiety worse because you're holding it inside of you. Whereas if you just let it all out, it sucks. You don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel sad. You don't want to feel angry. You don't want to be annoyed. But you have to feel those feel those emotions um, to, to move forward and move past them. And then finally, I'm committing to just one thing a day. So every single day, I would just say, OK, I'm going to do this one thing. And once I've done that, if I do any more, that is fantastic. And I'm really proud of myself. If I don't, I'm not going to beat myself up. Today I've done really well, I've scripted four podcast episodes and I'm recording this. Today is a really good day, in my opinion. Um, It's not what was on my schedule, or my schedule was launch stuff, but I didn't feel inspired to do that and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to let my podcast fall because of how I'm feeling, I'm really passionate about this and I know that for some people this episode is going to be really helpful and it's exactly what you need to hear. So I'm committing to that today. But just committing to one small thing. Um, last week, I think it was Friday. All I did was a mini training on Instagram. It was like an Instagram story training. That's all I did, and I'm again, I'm not going to feel guilty about it because we are. It is so important that we look after ourselves right now. We are going through a lot. We are going through so much uncertainty, lots of changes, and even if you don't feel like you've been um, directly affected the noise online is going to cause a lot of, um, emotion. Um, anyway, so yeah, we're going through a lot. We need to be really, really kind to ourselves and we need to not beat ourselves up over anything. So that's, I mean, that's essentially it really. That's, (laughs) I feel like this whole thing has just been me waffling on about how I'm doing and what I'm doing. But, As I said, I hope that what I've said is going to resonate with some of you. It might not resonate with all of you. You might be like, fuck me, that was 40 minutes of waffle. I didn't need to listen to that. But for some of you, I know it's going to help to know that you're not alone and to know that it's okay to feel exactly how you're feeling, really. Um, So to, to sum up, I think the most important thing to remember is to just be really kind to yourself take things at your own pace and just really listen to your body. Drown out the noise from everyone else and if you need to spend a day in bed, spend a day in bed. Don't worry about the judgment, what everyone else is doing. We are all exactly where we need to be right now and I know that that can be really hard when you do have anxiety because you're like, well why on earth am I experiencing anxiety? I believe that I have anxiety because it means that I can help others as well, like part of my path is to experience anxiety and learn how to manage it so that I can offer that, those suggestions to other people and I'm not a doctor, I'm not qualified, I'm just someone that experiences anxiety, that has experienced anxiety and that has also found ways to manage them herself. So, don't take any of what I'm saying to be like this is this is doctor's advice I should definitely do everything that she says no you have to trust yourself you have to to listen to yourself but I do I do also feel that I personally would much rather hear advice from someone that has lived it that has felt it that has been through it and come out the other side than hear it hear what I should be doing by someone that's been and got a degree and never experienced anxiety in their life. That's just me personally. Um, and I've got a whole nother story to talk to you about me going to therapy. Um, it's a prime example of just that. But that is for another day. I can't, I can't get into that right now. So, yeah, most important thing is to remember to be kind to yourself. Take things at your own pace and listen to your body. And what works for me won't necessarily work for you. But if you want to try it out, try it out. Um, And then try out your own things, like tap into that, do some meditation and ask yourself, okay, what do I need right now? And then go and do that thing and see what happens. Now today's homework, I actually really like this exercise and it's something that I need to do for myself again. So I want you to have a think about all the things that bring you joy and things that help to ease your anxiety when you're feeling anxious now you can take some of my exercises um, as an example you can create your own but what I want you to do is write them all down on separate pieces of paper they can be post-it notes or you can write it on an A4 sheet and then just tear them up but or I want them all on separate pieces of paper and then fold them up and put them into a jar or into a box or into some kind of container so whenever you're feeling anxious and you're finding it really hard to kind of pull yourself out of that anxiety, I want you to go to your box or your jar and pull out a piece of paper and then go and do the activity that's on that jar, or on that <laughs> on that piece of paper, go and do that activity so that you know that you're being proactive around your anxiety and it is absolutely fine to write down one of the activities being nap or watch Netflix or do whatever um so go and do that and then once you've done that once you've written down all your ideas and put it into your jar I would really really love for you to share it in a post on Instagram or share it on your stories or if you don't want to share it um publicly then you can DM me but I would just love to hear how this exercise has helped and I think if we kind of talk about this exercise more it's going to get out to more people and I do feel like it's going to be a real benefit to a lot of people and I would love to help as many people as possible with this so yeah go and do that if this episode has helped you and if you know somebody else with anxiety I would really appreciate it if you shared it with your audience again we all want to know that we're not alone with this um so the more people we can we can share it with the better second thing before i go if you haven't already go and download my big vision workbook that's just going to help you bring some clarity around what you actually want and a lot of the times when we are feeling anxious we find it hard to see through the anxiety whereas this workbook i do believe will help you focus on different things it will help you focus on your big vision and pull you out of the the anxiety it's not an anxiety workbook it's a workbook designed to create your big vision but i think Doing an exercise like that will be really beneficial to you right now. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe. And if you are listening on iTunes, I would really, really appreciate it if you left me an honest review about how this episode has helped you. Um, It absolutely means the world to me when people leave positive feedback for me. Uh, And again, the more reviews we have, the more people that are likely to come along and listen, the more people that I can help through the Confidence Show. Thanks so much for listening. I will be back again next week with another episode for you. Thanks so much for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Walks. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review telling me what you thought. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram where you'll find daily inspiration and tips to help you reduce your overwhelm, let go of self-doubt and create unbreakable self-confidence. Find me at Rebecca
0: Lucy H. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?